Hello, and welcome to Askler, the podcast in which questions are asked and then answered. Specifically, questions that come in through our YouTube memberships. If you want to ask questions of us via YouTube membership, there's a link in the description where you can find the posts that ask these questions, uh, and they're on the youtube.com slash loading ready run community page. So there's the information. But not all of our things are brought to you by the YouTube questions. That's just a subset. But the larger circle in the Venn diagram with all the other circles nested within it is our kind support uh, from you just being part of our community and giving to us at patreon.com slash run. That Venn diagram picture I painted in your mind is not accurate at all whatsoever for like how the funding works. Like the biggest circle would just be people in our community. And then I realized I was supposed to be talking about Patreon. So let's give me a take two on that metaphor. But if you could take five and go look at our Patreon page, that would be amazing. Good saved save. it. That good was save. it. Was that was excellent? That was flawless. Oh goodness gracious! Um, but who's on this podcast? You ask. What is this podcast? You ask. If you're not familiar, maybe let's just go right into the first question where we'll answer that. Because <laughs> our first question comes from Spencer Powell. Because there's someone going to be watching who doesn't know. Hello. What is your name? What do you do at Loading Ready Run? Is there anything outside of Loading Ready Run that you'd like to promote? What an excellent question. Um, I'm Kathleen. I work at Loading Ready Run ostensibly as somebody who contributes to the organization. Who's head of the <laughs> editing department. That's true. Uh, today I spent, I spent a large portion of my day uh, editing a script. So that also works. Uh, and that was uh, quite fun. So that's still technically writing. Uh, or it's, it's still technically literally anything at this point. Um, uh, big reason why we're recording uh, remote is because I currently have a broken ankle. You can just oh. see the cast. There it is. Extremely flexible Kathleen showing off her yoga moves. <sighs> so that's I, what I do around here. <laughs> I'm also sick, which is another reason that we're recording remote. My That's... name's Nelson, and I play magic and help write goofy sketches. I should promote my own Twitch channel. Sorry, I have yes. my own Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash Coach Nelly. We play magic and Valorant. It's fun. Ooh. How about you, Kathleen? Do you want to promote Oh, yeah. Anything? You've got something to promote. Uh, come back to me on that. Heather, talk about yourself. <laughs> deflect, deflect, deflect. Uh, my name is Heather. Uh if if you need a title, I'm the uh, content manager for our YouTube stuff, which just means that I make sure that it's all getting on there and out on time, that everything that's supposed to be on there is there. And YouTube likes to make that a difficult job, so somebody has to fight them. Uh, I also do a variety of other things, but that that's kind of my main job because we all we all wear different hats, um, a lot of streaming hats, to the extent where most of us also stream at home. Uh, which I do as well. You can find me over at twitch.tv slash lunarjade, where if I feel like it, I stream, because that is the easiest schedule for me to maintain. <laughs> I respect that entirely. I also do a stream. Damn, I 
bring it back. My home stream is uh, very similar to, to Heather's is that like it is literally only at the one time that is convenient for me, whereas Heather's is it's convenient for me. I have predetermined that the only night I can consistently get free is Saturday night. And you know what? I've been able to keep up that schedule almost completely uninterrupted, save for like massive illness and or traveling for work for I think like six years at this point. That's really so. good. What's the name of your stream, Kathleen? Oh, the name of my stream is Brave New Faves because I play music. Uh, I I really like music, so I um, also really like my brain when I'm listening to music. It's a lot happier. Uh, listening to music also pairs well with my other activities that are good for my brain, but I tend not to make time to do, which is to go walking. Ha 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 ha. Love having an injured foot, by the way. <laughs> My brain feels great right now. Uh, but uh, I listen to interesting new music. I made a challenge to myself that I would listen to only music that was coming. Well, I, not that I would only, but I would try to listen to music that was coming out currently to showcase new and exciting bands. And then I would uh, put together a weekly playlist. And so I do this at 9.30 p.m. on Saturday night Pacific. So it's a very specific time that is inaccessible for most people, but it works for me. There are no VODs, obviously, so there's no clips you can see online. You'll just have to take my word for it that I do this show. I can vouch for you. That stream exists. <laughs> kind of yeah, sounds like I've bullshit when you talk I've about it, though. I've definitely seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's totally cool, and I always do it, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's at a weird time that you can't watch. <laughs> the Canadian boyfriend of streams. No, it's, it's real. It's brave new faves. Go look it up. Uh, Look, we're all Canadians, which means we can all be somebody's Canadian boyfriend. The Canadian Fair. Canadian boy stream. <laughs> oh, also, I watch like random stuff from archive.org in the background because, you know, sometimes like if you're sitting and listening to music, you need something to help focus your attention. Because so, I would say listening, active listening to music is a skill that is not practiced a lot and can be tiring and difficult for people to do. Mm. Right. Um, I, I like to go for a walk while I do it because it helps me focus on the music. So I play random, distracting, not that, but like not too distracting, just as, just interesting enough to hold your interest, archive.org videos, and which has worked out great for me. Um, but I found an incredible well of uh, Heather, maybe Beige knows about this. It's something that's like Yawara, an amazing, a strong judo girl. And it's, <laughs> It's done by it's done by Studio Trigger, who's like a good studio, and yeah, it's two animes who are watching anime right now, and it's oh, too distracting. Ah, uh, anyhow, that was a very long answer, uh, so we should probably move on. Uh, the Crab Goddess says, "What is your stance, personal and professional, on garlic bread and the variants thereof?" I approve every single one. No. Me too. Yeah. No, don't you? Or is there a garlic bread you don't like? I'm trying to think. I think that's an unassailable position for me. I only had like two kinds of garlic bread, like uh, like regular garlic bread and like cheesy garlic bread. Yeah, exactly. Are there more? Not that I know of. Um, Hypothetically, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. You could imagine a theoretical M&M's garlic bread or something, but you probably wouldn't want to, you know. Wait, maybe I'm actually, that's, maybe that's my stance <laughs> is I'm against everyone except cheesy and normal. Right. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need every person who's listening to this on YouTube to leave a YouTube comment telling me about the different variations of garlic bread that exist so that I can more accurately come to a better opinion about this later. 
Only real garlic breads. Save your imaginary garlic bread replies for next act past work. Yeah. <coughs> Unless it's a garlic bread so bold it can only be theoretical, then I guess, you know. Mm. I kind of do of all the garlic bread I've ever had. I would not disagree with it on a professional or personal level. It's all been tasty. I mean, it's bread. Bread is delicious. I do exactly. like it when the garlic and butter notes are forward. I enjoy mm. that. About yeah. Garlic bread. Yeah. I don't mind if the garlic bread is rather, and I'm going to say it, moist. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, as, as a professional, I believe that if garlic bread is at your event, I'm more likely to show up there and bring my personality. As someone who's had to eat catered food, I would say that garlic bread threads the needle of desirability and peril. Because the desirability of garlic bread, at least for me, is high. I see garlic bread and I'm like, yes, this is another metaphor. This is a rich visual image I'm making and let's see if this one makes any sense. So you have your access of, of desire uh, as seen here. You also have your access of like peril of like the chance of it being crappy because of how it's been stored and had to be made in advance and like dried out and like not at a good temperature because it, it's catered food is extremely high. Right. You know, did they use a crappy bread? Is it like icy cold? Is it like what did they not put a sufficient amount of butter and or garlic? Because you say you prefer yours moist, as do I. But th that's, you know. I don't know. Did they just like slap some garlic, some garlic butter in there and call it a day? Yeah, I uh, didn't think I was going to have to do like trigonometry in order <laughs> to answer this question about a food I like, but here we are. And yeah, you're right. Bad garlic bread is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I to be clear, I like good garlic bread. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Okay. I don't want to eat any garlic bread out of the dumpster. All right. That's just okay. me. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So uh, I feel like if this was a philosophy class, we would now be able to say that we, you know, have, you know, really narrowed the field of like what constitutes good garlic bread. And therefore, if we can do this exercise, we can do one concerning the soul. All right, so let's try that. That's like basically how they teach you philosophy. Right. So if right. we There's equations, if we yeah. like to eat garlic bread, then that equals do we like to eat souls? Guys. <laughs> this is like an I, Elden Ring philosophy. I, I thought you were going to segue into the next question with I that know. statement about the soul. I, 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 I was setting up. I was setting up a segue. Okay. Uh, Good God. Um, okay. Let's move on. The crap okay. goddess says, is there something you've done because of Lur that you would never imagine yourself doing otherwise? Um, I say leading a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson, how about you? Fun, it's funny that you mentioned that because Paul had a different question slated on the bottom of the screen. Oh my God, there. really? <laughs> oh. Sorry. I just, Kathleen and I are friends. So when I have the opportunity, I dunk on. I literally um, went down the list. What did I miss? You're fine. You're fine. You did and he didn't. It's okay. But I I was trying to think about this and weirdly I'm like sort of this pocket character. So I feel like I most of the things I do with LRR, although this is kind of weird. I didn't imagine that I would be on Ask Lure. So I will say that. But most of the other things I'm like, yeah, I could see I have done a little bit of sketch comedy before in my past here and there. Uh, and a little bit of filming videos with my friends a tiny bit. So I could imagine it at least, but it's certainly not 
what I probably would have ended up doing without Lur. Heather? Well, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat. Like, I know definitely uh, I likely wouldn't have been on camera as much, but I also did kind of start out and Laura doing what I normally do in real life, which is if I take the pictures, then nobody can stop me. But uh, so streaming and that kind of thing, I feel like might have been a thing I might have just done eventually one day just because of the popularity of it. You know, having yeah. all your friends kind of doing a thing, but uh, at the time, I wouldn't have imagined doing it because it was new. And I know being on camera in front of a live audience is just like a weird, weird way to watch your self-esteem plummet. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Yep. <sighs> well, on that uplifting <laughs> note curious kathleen the previous question that paul accidentally put up which we cannot answer yes i want to be clear was about world domination and where we would start and we can't answer that because clearly people would then know and that's just not information we can give away it's okay. gonna remain a secret that's fair all right ah Razgul the fox says king gizzards and the lizards wizards a little bit King Gizzard's Nonagon Infinity is much among my favorite albums of all time, in no small part due to its cyclical format, like Pink Floyd's The Wall. So, which would you rather listen to on repeat, The Wall or Nonagon? I pick this question, and I very much like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And I do like Nonagon Infinity because it does loop, and that's really fun. But I think I'd probably pick The Wall. Um, I don't know. The Wall has more variation. Like, Nautagon Infinity is good. So, like, but I don't know. Do I just listen to it once? How long do I have to listen to it on repeat? Yeah, the question isn't formatted like you have to pick one of these albums and you can never listen to any of their music again. It's just that you have to listen to one of them twice in a row. Oh. Oh, either then. <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> Nelson, do you have any opinions? Well, I didn't know what KGLW meant. So I just didn't really read the rest of the question. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I've heard either of these songs. Uh okay. And I'm I'm aware of who Pink Floyd is. I'll, but I think I might be more aware of who King Lizard Gizzard whatever's is just because Kathleen says their name a lot. Yeah. I, I you know what, Heather? I think that you might actually like Nonagon Infinity more. Okay. If, I will I will choose that one then. If there's nothing else, there is a, a video with um, them in like a homemade vulture costume that you can watch. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's ludicrous. It's like super tall. It's, it's, uh, it's got very home. We made our own metal video vibes. I can appreciate that. I thought you, I, you know, you might find that specific part somewhat charming. I do uh, want to say like, if you want to learn more about Pink Floyd, uh, the wall has like a movie that's like a rock opera. Which oh, is like cool. not bad. That's you know, neat. And and like just just the fact that it got made, I think, is like an achievement. Like there aren't that many rock operas total. So That's true. It's like, yeah, it's kind of it's an achievement, certainly, whether whether you like it or not. <laughs> yes. Ooh. In a show. They don't care anymore. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. okay. Uh, Justin Blake, 2753, asks, what's a show you've made that, in your opinion, would be a good jumping on point for a friend? What show is your best foot forward? 
Friday nights. Road Quest. I would say either uh, the panelists or Corpline. I think are both very good, uh, wide general audience shows, mm. or maybe hyper specific, to, depending on how into it they want to be. You know, I think certain pre-records. There are certain pre-records that we've done that have just reached like god tier, like. Like, this is such a good execution, and you can tell exactly who we are as people from watching them. There's one we did several years ago where Beige and Ian needed to drop an egg from a I parquet. I say the egg drop is actually probably really, like, a thing we've almost all had to do in science class once. Yeah, Not but like for that, some but... reason we let some lunatics do it instead. <laughs> Somebody let us get to the top of buildings. <laughs> oh. So um, you would say parts of live, then? Or just, I, like, some I, episodes I, of live? I, well, I would specifically say uh, these pre-recorded, like, uh, we have a challenge and we're going to execute on them. I'm forever chasing that high of, like, here is a here is a pre-record that is, like, just super simple and clean in its execution, but uh, really just is really funny and totally nails who we are as people. Gavin shoots us with Lurf darts was pretty great, too, along the egg drop ones, I feel. That was true. The one we just did with the, with the walkie-talkies... Is, Ooh, yeah, yeah. There's also a very good one just yeah, to put I, on. Be like, here, watch, watch six charming people go mad for twenty minutes, right? And, I, and it's a fucking puppet tormenting them, right? Like, it's mm -hmm. very funny. I think uh, crap shots are really good if you have uh, friends who are not good at focusing because those are short. Yeah. Um, but I think basically anything on the loading ready run main YouTube channel is probably pretty good in a general specific way. Um, I do think Friday Nights is very good in a sketch comedy. Uh, your friend is into magic. Yeah, I read the question as like any friend of mine. So I'm like, well, of course I'm going to push blown Friday uh, Nights, right? Yeah. But I do think that is like a really good piece of magic content. Thank you. I, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't understand all the jokes, but I do like that one. Yeah. We try really hard when we write those. Uh, um, um, all right, next question. Uh, Nas lives, uh, Nose will, Nas live 87. Sorry. Uh, says what members of Lur have done the, uh, what the members of Lur have done to preserve their mental health over the last few years. And what has been the most effective? What a good question. <laughs> next question I... you, you both put your names next to this yeah. how is everyone feeling after the last couple of years huh? oh. I've had a trying time recently I, I was listening to music and going for long walks yeah it's got a really I, that, yeah, that's, that's having, rough, having yeah. the thing that you're, is part of what helps you get taken away like you literally can't do is not a, it's not a fun time can you go for listening to music and strolling around your like parking lot or something? Um, that's uh, so I have crutches, which I don't really like using, but I also have something called the knee zoom, which is, I mean, I've tweeted about it, but basically it's really not well designed and it has a very like, it doesn't have like disc brakes. It just has like those great, those brakes that you like squeeze and that, and they, and they like push against the wheel physically. Right. Right. Like, I don't know what they're called. Like, but like they're the same brakes on bikes or whatever. Right? No, they're, they're not same. bike brakes oh, is what I'm telling brakes. you. Oh, they're not okay. like, like bike brakes that okay. come in and like hit on the, 
the discs or whatever like that. This is like the thing you put on like a toddler's bike. It just like is a spike that comes against the wheel. Oh, that's that's not a brake for like while the wheel is moving. That's like, yeah, just a stopper. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but but at the same time, sometimes you need to slow yourself down while you're moving. Yeah, sure. Because this thing is like really rickety, but also like picks up speed. So it's like, yeah, I'm quite sporty. I'm going to take a tight turn. So like you constantly are having to be like, ah, this I feel is like, not something you should give to somebody who's injured. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I feel like this is like this is like feedback that the knee zoom people need to get because maybe they just never expected anyone to go too fast on it, right? I don't know why they made it so so quick to pick up speed. Then, like a one yeah. percent in decline, and it's like heck yeah, let's go! Like, and it's only got the brake that's like big bar comes down on top of wheels. So yeah, like trying to use that to slow down a little is like not going to happen. You oh yeah, you fail gotta, or like, you completely stop and bail, right? Uh, well, I they were far too worn down for me to completely stop. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyhow. I'm looking uh, forward to your exit interview at the Red Cross or whatever when you bring this thing back. <laughs> There's just like a little tiny nubbin left of this break. <laughs> this is a rental knee zoom, and it is going to be thrashed when I return it because obviously I'm the first person who's actually tried to get around with it. Oh my god! But yeah, no, I uh, I've had it at the office, and I said I goodbye to like Wheeler or something like that. But then I like had to like scoot away, <laughs> and I was like, God, I feel like I'm twelve. Bye, Wheeler. <laughs> scoot, scoot, scoot. <laughs> uh, it's super dignified. I tell I'll tell you that. Um, anyhow, so uh, most of the time, I like to be active outdoors uh, to to take care of my mental health. Heather, what do you like to do? Well, I. It depends because it like if I'm in a really bad mood, I need I need more uh, engagement in things or uh, but ultimately it's like what's something quiet I can do. But I also like variety. So I can't just be like, oh, I'll just do this thing every day and then I'll feel better. Uh, so I, I take the tactic of uh, I, I bullet journal, uh, mm-hmm. which is also a, a nice, quiet activity to do when you have spare time. Um, so I'm just saying that as a that's not a thing for everybody. Um, I have a list of activities so that if if I need to do something, I can look at them and just see what appeals to me. And maybe it's reading a book, maybe it's hanging out in my hammock, probably reading a book unless I want to take a nap. Or uh, if I need to really not think about things, because I, I know sometimes that's the thing we're trying to escape. Uh, I need to play something incredibly engaging, which is partially why I play rhythm games. Uh, the there's nothing that makes you focus harder than having to do timing things all the time. Mm. Um, so just just a variety of whatever hits my fancy. I do this with a lot of things. I, I have like a list. I have what I call my dance card of video games, which is just like, here's the next five video games maybe I want to play instead of looking at my giant backlog of, of junk that I'm never getting to. Is that something for... that lives in your bujo? Yeah. Ah, so sometimes I get to update it. It's real fun. I put little stickers in it. My mental health is in decline. Oh. Want to go for walks, Nelson? (laughs) With you? Uh, yeah. Or I guess I could like. You don't have to. I guess I could like put one hand on the knee zoom to make sure that you don't no, fly away. No. no, I meant after I'm out of this. Are you kidding me? No. Yeah, way. sure. I'll go for a I'm, walk with you. Yeah. I'm. 
I'm being very, very responsible and not trying to like get her. Like, I'm not trying to be like, ah, whatever. I'm all still fine. Blah, blah, blah. Because that in that lay in that way, one lies madness because that's not true. You know, right. <laughs> I have a broken bone. Uh, and two, I'd like it to heal as quickly as possible, which includes following a doctor's instructions. Got to rest. Yeah. They did not say you'll be fine. They said, all right. Try, you know, do the elevation. You can take the boot off to shower and sleep. You can do partial weight bearing if it feels okay. And that was it. That was the only instructions I got. But I'm seeing a doctor later, so then I can ask them then. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm let's TBD a, that one. Yeah. I'm being a very responsible person. I do notice when I go outside, I tend to feel better. So I'll give yeah. know, kudos. To I mean, me mental health stuff is never like a, you find one solution and everything's great forever kind of thing it's always an up and down yeah sort of thing and sometimes stuff just doesn't work if stuff is really bad for a while mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and sometimes you just have to be like no i'm going to do this i'm going to force myself to do it that's how it works for me is mm -hmm. i want i will just eventually unwillingly do it that's why i have a stream scheduled every week because then it yeah. forces me to listen to and, music and sometimes that makes it like just doing the activity even if you didn't want to uh, when I was in college, if I get really stressed out from schoolwork, doing the dishes was, like, my thing. Because it felt like I got to do a normal chore. Nice. Ah. Well, uh, let's abruptly change subjects. Now that we all have gotten some great feedback about coping and what you can do in mental health. And switched hard to Magic the Gathering. Heather, some context for you in this question. Thank you. March of the Machine abbreviated mom uh features team-ups of iconic characters from similar locations that have never been pictured before on magic cards people that are not friends but are from the same setting i.e thalia and uh the gitrog monster who share no alliance but people have all always thought would make a good team right you know like they're not friends already one's a giant frog One's a lady who makes you pay your taxes. Yeah, and the team-ups mostly had a vibe of, like, either these people are used to fighting each other on their home plane, or they're kind of indifferent towards each other, but yeah. then they find themselves in the same place. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a strong enemies-to-lover arc energy permeating the... the, the the team ups so what are some team ups you 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 wish you had seen in mom heather just name any two characters teaming up i think that's something you could wish for um well when i read this question i i i saw mom and i was just like okay cool uh steven universe's mom with nice. um uh lucy from uh owl house's mom teaming up i think would be really strong i'd love okay. to see that I just want to see mom team ups. I feel like that there's an entire like TV industry where mom team ups would be super cool. Yeah. Real moms of Dominaria. Yeah. Yeah. Or just real moms of the Cartoon Network. It could be excellent. <laughs> uh, Nelson, I, is there anything yeah. that you wish you'd seen? Well, I tweeted about this, and I realized after after the tweet, I'm like, wait, they did kind of do this because they gave us a um, in the gavin's unknown extra uh playtest cards there was a bunch more team ups and they were goofier but one of them was like the one i wanted to see kind of it was yoshimaru and isamaru together on a card oh. but i would have really liked to see mowu with isamaru because those are sort of my like two little favorite doggos in two magic dogs. 
And Malou is like a planeswalker, so it's okay. He could be teaming up with anybody. Um, Two dogs would be an amazing team up. Yeah, exactly. You got you got the makings of like a Disney Magic the Gathering, you know, box office hit right there. That's a your that's your B team. <laughs> you do a B team arc where it's all like the 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 dogs and stuff like that <laughs> having to solve problems. Ooh, yeah. that's your return to Lorwyn is just like five planeswalkers, but they're all just crap. This is, I just keep advocating for this idea in general. Watsy, call me. I've got nice. so many bad writing ideas. Let me, you should do an arc where all the characters are stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, the team ups I wish I had seen in Mom, uh, exclusively from Ravnica, because that's, that's where I have emotional investment in several um, important characters. I wish we'd seen Ral and Tomek teaming up. I think that would have been a cool, tome, uh, cool team up. They're post-wedding bliss. The couple that slays together stays together, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, or uh, I would have liked to see. I don't know. I'd like to see. I just like to see, like you know. I mean, we kind of saw a little bit of this in War of the Spark, where you had the aligned guilds, or the sort of like the guilds shared one color teaming up to defeat Nicol Bolas's like people. But I, I want to see more of like I, I don't know, Tessa teaming up with I don't know who who would she not want to work with who's Lavinia that'd be pretty funny anyhow that's th those are my things um and uh we've got one more question speaking of questions and speaking of transitioning to the last question since we have one more transition to make why I have I've got to do one more transition I was like I've run out of things to say and I have no idea how to connect these two sentences you just got to scoot over to the next question skirt but it's time for the next question <laughs> could we edit that post Heather no okay <laughs> maybe no don't but I'm that. not going to yeah good all right pinball witch asks what's a small thing that made you happy recently Oh, that's everyone's speed. like, oh no, we all picked this question. But it, what yeah, I, we all thought this would be a fun question to answer. I definitely put my little star down beside it. Um, I but... actually made garlic bread this week. By oh. which I mean, I bought it and I brought it home and I heated it up. I mean, that's basically research at this point. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, and it was delicious. The grocery store garlic bread's really good, honestly. Yeah. Fresh made that day. Yes. Uh, let's see. What's a small thing that's made? That's, me that's the one to beat. There you go. Home. Okay. Let's okay. turn it into a competition. That'll get the juices flowing. I spent an entire hour today reading a book, nice. which I have not done in at least a month. I don't know whether I would pick that or garlic bread if it was like the smash. I mean, to be honest, that's I close. probably would pick garlic bread because, again, bread's just delicious, and that's hard to hard to beat a, a mouth flavor. I think. Yeah, but getting getting to read specifically reading for an hour but like there's other things where it's like okay maybe you had to drive for an hour and like you know it was your safety was on the line you couldn't just stop but like or like you went to work and it's like yeah you were there for like six hours or something you know but but reading it's like yeah that's, that's like an achievement and like some luck probably went into you being able to do it for a whole hour so that's sweet. yeah reading is reading is a i i find reading to be quite fun i just wish i did it more same. uh let's see what's it you know what like, it was made me happy recently i just read a book i read a 
I'd read an entire novel on a plane because I had to travel a bunch. And I was like, there, I've done it. I've read this book that's been on my shelf for ages. It was a pretty good book. I enjoyed it. It was not too stressful uh, to read. Great. You know, nice. That's such a that's such a milk toast endorsement of a book. Uh. You know, books don't have to be like an epic that you're reading, though, or that's that's like saying that you can only watch the best of TV or, or whatever. It's like sometimes you just want a good trash novel. Yeah, yeah. I there's I have a lot of stress going on in my life. So I don't need to be reading about other people also being stressed. Like to me it's like I don't I'm already worried enough. I don't need to now be worried about these fictional people that I've grown attached to. Uh so it does somewhat limit what reading material I have available to me. Um comedy stuff is okay. I'm going to reread The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I think that'll make me feel mm. happy. That's a fun. Yeah. Nice. That's a small thing. Yeah. But so. yeah, I, I agree with Heather. It's like, yeah, you don't have to you don't have to read something just because it's what everybody else says is good. Like the 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 material you're reading should benefit you somehow. And if it reflects mm. the mood that you're trying to cultivate, then I think that's great. Same yeah, with I music. Mean, especially if you're doing it for fun, right? Like yeah. um the last thing you want to do is read essentially what feels like a textbook. Or, or research materials or anything that's maybe related to your job. Yeah, it's like the bravest thing you can do really is get three quarters of the way through a thriller and just decide, no, I don't need to find out. It's fine. I'm tired <laughs> of this. I'm putting it down. I'm not doing it. Surely you just skim to the end. Sure, to like or that. Or that. Spoil it for yourself so you don't have to feel stressed about it anymore and then you read. Yeah, sure. You just turn the pages and, yeah. quickly. To, to Does it, or just look it up on Wikipedia or something. The point is that the you aren't beholden to the book. Does nobody else do that? Does nobody else spoil themselves on the ends of things if they're just too stressed out to continue reading? It's nope, I just forget the book on a shelf. <laughs> I, I, occasionally, but it depends on the book. It's it's generally not like a full spoiler. It's like this character feels like they're about to die, and I feel very invested in them. Do they die? No, cool. I will finish yeah. reading this book. They do. Well, chuck it in the garbage. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just need to know that they're okay. But they're not because they were the darling. Right? That's why you like them so much. Authors! <sighs> that's that's like, like the author trick. It's like, did they just spend two chapters really getting letting you know this like tertiary character? Uh-oh. You're getting attached. Womp womp. See through that. I love it. Like a book sometimes feels like they try to set it up in a sneaky way. Uh, whereas like sometimes you see it on TV and you're like, oh, look, a character we've never met before or in a video game. And they have a name. They're certainly giving me a lot of details about their life all of a sudden. Oh, they seem oh, like they very. Live, do they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this We're is about just... to go into battle. But let me tell you about my wife and three children. Oh, you're going to die. I donate okay. bone marrow to people even more underprivileged than myself, right? I'm a really good person. Well, we're going to go do this thing now. It's very dangerous. And I inherited uh -huh. this mantle from a man who was too cowardly to do it. And now I... <laughs> uh, good grief. All right. Well, I think that's... Uh... 
Uh, I think that's about it for this week's Askler. This was month, a wide month, range. Please, month, 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 month. We don't do these weekly. No, I don't know why I said. Although it is this week's. I mean, whichever week you're watching it. That's true. Much like the nature of garlic bread, um, you know, weeks and time can be designed, can be like really broken down and determined in, you know, your average 200 level philosophy class. But we're going to hold that content for the next time we have uh, Heather Nelson and myself on Askler. We're not going to break apart time. We're, instead, we'll just say thank you so much for joining us. And remember, if you want to ask us questions, the information is in the description about the community page and how to do that. And thank you so much for becoming a YouTube member. And if you're interested in checking this out, you can go to the youtube.com slash loading ready run community page. And also thank you to everyone who supports uh, through their kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com. We do things because you pay us to do them. Thank you. We appreciate that immensely. All right. Uh, for now, I've been Kathleen. Joining me was Nelson. Hey, if you don't want to buy garlic bread, go to store.loadingreadyred.com because they don't sell garlic bread there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Heather. And if you want to talk about how you didn't buy that garlic bread, you could go to discord.gg slash LR. God, I'm so good at this. Leave a comment. All right. Bye, everybody. See you later. Mm -hmm.